Welcome to Taiwan Talk on ICRT. I'm Ryan Drillsma. This week, I'm speaking to Anthony Carlisle of the Garden of Hope Foundation, a nonprofit established to help disadvantaged women and girls. We discuss the organization's efforts to establish a global database of women's helplines as part of the global network of women's shelters. So you are the Garden of Hope Foundation International Affairs Supervisor, correct? That's right. What does the Garden of Hope Foundation do? Well, we're one of the largest, or perhaps the largest, um, service-providing women's NGO in Taiwan, and we run shelters and other services for survivors of gender-based violence. Okay, how long has it been established? The organization thirty-two years now. We were founded in nineteen eighty-eight. What issues do you find women and girls in Taiwan face specifically that you aim to help with? The specific problems that we deal with here in Taiwan are issues of uh, domestic violence, which is still uh, quite high. Um, we've heard about um, sexual assaults on um, school campuses and the problem, the issue of that in Taiwan as well. And these are issues that um, our partners in other parts of the world also face. Do you find there to be different challenges in different parts of the country? Um, yes, yes and no. Um, I think the, the issue of uh, gender-based violence and uh, domestic violence uh, cuts across all um, social stratas and uh, across different cultures as well. Um, but you do find slightly higher levels. Um, among um, indigenous populations in Taiwan, and we do have a higher demand, of course, for shelter services for migrant women who come to marry uh, Taiwanese men. Um, not perhaps not because they suffer more violence, but because they lack the resources that a Taiwanese woman would have. She can't go back to her mother's home, for example. If a woman were to come to one of your shelters, what kind of services would she expect? Uh, there'll be a whole raft of services, and they'll take her through different phases. So, in the crisis phase, um, it might be uh, medical services uh, to um, to go to the hospital. Uh, there'll be uh, legal services as well um, to help her apply for a protection order or divorce if that's what she decides to do. Um, custody for children and so on, and then um, other uh, support services to help her um, rebuild her life, and that might include some counselling, um, some um, groups. Uh, group work with uh, social workers and other survivors, and then uh, transitioning on uh, to independence. Um, so, um, employment services, um, support for education, housing services, and um, yeah. Can you tell us about any specific success stories you've had over the years? Well, yeah, we've had a, a, our, our programs are very successful. We have a, a program that we call the Go the Second Mile program. Um, so this is, um, like you were saying, a, whole, a comprehensive uh, raft of different services that we bring together yeah. to help women transition from the the shelter uh, to employment and housing. So we provide housing advice, employment training, and also we provide uh, an informal support network um, outside her abuser's family. And we find that women who go through this program, especially the employment program, they reduce uh, violence by um, up to ninety percent. So. Ninety um, percent either eliminate or significantly reduce uh, the violence in their lives. Can you talk about how the organisations expanded over the years? The uh, international work that the organisation is now doing. Yeah, sure. Um, we started off as a rescue organisation, mm. um, a, a halfway house uh, to rescue um, young girls who've been trafficked into the red light district in Taipei. Um, to work as, as prostitutes, and that quickly um, transitioned into a campaign uh, to ban child prostitution in Taiwan, which was very successful, and that resulted in an, a new law being passed um, to ban child prostitution. 
uh, which was recently amended to uh, be a law to ban um, other forms of sexual exploitation against um, children and minors. And uh, then we, uh, we expanded our services uh, to help um, families and women um, because we realized that the reason that young girls were coming to the, the city was because they had problems back at home. Uh, the biggest expansion was when we moved into shelter work because that's very labor intensive. Mm. Um, and that was after uh, 1998 when the Domestic Violence Prevention Act was passed, also due to the efforts of uh, us and other um, uh, women's feminist organizations in Taiwan who were lobbying. Um, the government here is currently promoting its Taiwan Can Help initiative, which spotlights how local institutions and organizations are assisting with problems abroad. Mm. So as a Taiwanese organization, how has Garden of Hope used its experience mm. to help others around the world? Mm. Well, first of all, um, we set up a Garden of Hope in New York, and they run similar services to us. They have shelter, and they do a lot of work around um, survivors of human trafficking because that's, that's a big issue in New York. Um, they work in the Flushing community uh, with the Chinese community in um, in the Flushing area of New York. And uh, we also set up a Garden of Hope in Cambodia, which is now an independent organization. Uh, but since then, we've been looking more to build partnerships. So we look for similar organizations in other countries, and then we build alliances and uh, networks with them. So we have a, a network of Asian shelters, which we call the Asian Network of Women's Shelters, which we're the secretariat of, and we share resources. Um, I good practices with each other and we do some um, campaigns uh, together and hold conferences and talk about um, issues of common concern. Currently um, the Global Network of Women's Shelters has a campaign uh, for its helplines project. We're hoping to set up helplines in every country of the world uh, so that uh, women and girls can reach out uh, if they're they're suffering from gender-based violence. Are there uh, a lot of places in the world that don't have helplines? Uh, yes, uh, we've found around 25%, around a quarter of the countries in the world don't have uh, safe and secure um, helplines. Okay. Um, so that's also part of the project as well, as well as collecting the numbers that exist and the, the websites that do exist. We'd like to point out those countries where there's still uh, work to be done and uh, do some lobbying and advocacy work to, to help those uh, countries build up their own national support systems. Have you adopted any new strategies to combat the problems that the pandemic brings? Uh, yes, yeah. Um, we've, we've used um, technology um, to reach out to, um, to survivors of violence. Um, we find that, uh, as well as uh, Zoom meetings and things like that, um, social workers can use um, technology and to protect um, women in, vulnerable women in the homes, um, give them up-to-date information, and also um, give them different ways of uh, accessing helplines, whether it's through WhatsApp or through um, Facebook or through other means, not necessarily making a phone call, but using text messages and so on. So um, we're using creative ways and using technology to, to help protect those in need. Okay. So um, the Global Network of Women's Shelters website is GNWS, that's for Global Network of Women's Shelters, .org, .org. So you can go on there and uh, make a donation or go to our GoFundMe page and make a donation through there as well. And you can also look us up um, here in Taiwan, the, the Garden of Hope Foundation, that's goh.org.tw. And again, we'll have a fundraising donation page there, which you can which you can go to. shouldn't be too difficult to find. Okay, that's great. Thank you very much. 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'll see you next time.